Um, I wanted to just be able to invite you to join me in something, but it takes a little bit of an explanation. So um, in 2014, I had this little spiritual awakening, and uh, it was happening as I was driving away from Costco, as, you know, many spiritual awakenings could happen, and I was puzzling over my seemingly daily bad attitude when God's voice sort of cut through my whining, you know, static. And, you know, God said, look, I've given you money and a healthy body and 24 hours a day, which is a great deal more than other people have. So what are the state of these resources? And my answer in my mind, it was like it rang like a bell. I thought, I'm overdrawn. And I realized that in every area where I had been appointed a steward in my life, I was in trouble. I was in debt financially. I was at least 30 pounds overweight physically and incessantly overscheduled. That time, energy, and money so generously given was being mishandled at best and probably squandered at worst. And don't get me wrong, it wasn't from lack of trying. I had on numerous occasions tightened the belt of my budget and recorded every receipt, clipping coupons and diligently spending less, and I had whittled that debt down on numerous occasions. Yet somehow it always started to build back up again. It was like an unexpected expense over here, and then a family emergency over there, and pretty soon it was always the same old stories. Like, we were doing so great until blank, whatever, fill in the blank. And the cycle seemed so endless and vicious. And the predictability of it could honestly only be trumped by my vicious weight loss cycle, which was one diet after another, exercise regime after exercise regime. I had lost weight over a hundred (laughs) times. I could do it anytime I want, only to gain it back again, you know. I had probably lost um, at least 300 pounds over the past 30 years. It was just the same pounds over and over, and I just kept getting one more each time. So I was kind of rounding out those 30 years that with, with, you know, 30 pounds heavier. But finances and weight were really, they held no candle to my true stewardship dilemma, which was that I never seemed to have enough time. And there was always a reason Right? There was, I, I just had a baby, I had two in diapers, I had the, well now the school schedule, so much in there. The, I had volunteering and soccer and music lessons and homework and then the adoption adjustment and the learning curve was super steep. Truly, it was. All of these things were legitimate, were they not? Had I not been trying? Yet in that Costco moment... God reminded me of the numerous pre-kid meltdowns. Like before I had the children, I still had suffered a lack of time stewardship. I was remembering it back to like my first few months of marriage when I had like the major meltdown of, you know, there's so much to do. How could I possibly keep my house clean or go to school and practice violin and be a wife? And, And I was thinking, man, that sounds like me exactly today. What? Somehow I was still at a loss. So... I cried, you know, I just kind of cried out to God. 
and trying to figure out why all of these programs I was doing wasn't working. And then he led me to the source of all my problems, which was my own heart, because it was greedy. And of course, it wasn't easy to see because I looked so normal. I was overweight, yes, but I was not obese. I had some debt, but who didn't? And please show me the American who isn't busy. I was just a little of everything, and that was just enough to be miserable. How was it that all these little sins could make me so miserable? And then I realized it was so much bigger than that. And I asked, you know, so haven't I been going to church and having quiet times? How can I be in this dilemma? And then I remember Ezekiel 33 where it says, My people come to you as they usually do and sit and hear your words, but they do not put them into practice. Their mouths speak of love, but their hearts are greedy for unjust gain. And then another one in Habakkuk where it says, See, the enemy is puffed up. His desires are not upright because he's arrogant and never at rest, because he's greedy as the grave and like death is never satisfied. And I thought, that sounds like me, never satisfied. Could it be that I was greedy, very politely and socially greedy, in a socially acceptable kind of way, in a churchy kind of way? And indeed, it was true and very ugly and embarrassing. Yet at that same time, it was kind of a relief because it was kind of like that relief that comes from getting a diagnosis from some debilitating pain that you've been suffering from, and at least you know now where you can get you know, that treatment. It was a relief to find out that all those previous remedies had just been outside-in solutions, treating symptoms and numbing pain, but not really treating the cause. So that year, I thought, that's it. And I sort of set on this quest. I am going to... That's it. I don't know what I did, but I was like, God, you got to show me. And he led me, and he, and he showed me. And that year, I lost 30 pounds. But more than that, I, through letting go of greed for too much food, I learned to let go of way more than that. I began to let go of things that I had always sought to control. My schedule, my circumstances, the people that I love, everything. I was changing in the ways that seemed very unrelated to weight, but were definitely undeniable. So... In 2015, as it was coming to a close, I started peeking into the holiday season. And I was like, oh no. I started feeling this feeling of dread because I wondered if all that progress I had made was going to be undone by the end of the year. It was a fair concern considering that my past holiday seasons seemed to be, they started innocently enough, but tended to end in a sort of gluttonous sin snowball. If there was ever a time of year to challenge my resolve for weight, for spending, and my busyness, it would be the holiday season. So, as this dread was setting in, a new thought dawned on me, and I thought, what if I could actually turn this season upside down? Instead of gaining weight, maybe I could lose weight. Instead of spending more, maybe I could even get more out of debt. And instead of exhausting myself with more and more events, perhaps I could actually slow down and spend more time with God. Perhaps the holidays could become holy days, focused on shedding more and more sin that so easily entangles. 
So I decided at that moment to, dis- to dedicate the last 70 days of 2015 to growing in holiness. And I sort of invited anyone who desired to jump in with me, and I called it simply holy. Clever. I can remember, I can't remember how many people joined me that year, but those that did all made a commitment to go after whatever stronghold was plaguing them in their life with everything that they had for the next 70 days. We each made a commitment that we would hold to for those days. Some of the vows I heard were like to pray on their knees every morning, to have 70 quiet times in 70 days, to stop and pray with their kids at the top of every hour of the school day, to fast from various things like dinner, coffee, social media, Netflix, whatever. Take prayer walks before dinner every night, pray with their spouse every day, The goal was not just to give up something, but to actually grow closer to God through that season and to consecrate ourselves for service in the coming year. I made videos to encourage people, and we all prayed for each other regularly. And I have to say that it was the most amazing feeling to arrive at January 1st with a clean conscience and a clear mind rather than the familiar feeling of needing to join the gym. (laughs) It was amazing to start the year ready to go rather than in a spiritual haze kind of hung over from the holiday like I need January to get myself going again. And I definitely had found my new holiday, my favorite holiday tradition. And last year was even better than the first year. So I'm really looking forward to what God is going to do this year through Simply Holy. Now, if you don't know, yesterday was 70 days until January 1st. So I'm already starting with an imperfect quest, which I love. Okay, so it's, it's like almost holy. That's what we're trying. We're like almost there. You haven't missed anything because I was busy doing those other videos for making disciples, and so I just got behind. But I am going to go for it one more year. And I'm telling you, I think that, you know, that very first year, God really helped me in that area I was very afraid of, which was I was going to gain weight. And, you know, I, I lost that weight all those years ago, and I've kept it off ever since because I dealt with the greed in my heart. Not because I put on some diet or did something from the outside in, because I dealt with my heart. And then last year, he really dealt with my schedule. If those that were with me, you remember this. Like, he really dealt with, you're going to need to open your hands because the way you're grabbing onto everything is really ruining your life. And he really changed me during that time. And by the time I got to January 1st, I was a different person. And this year, he has already started on something, but I'm not going to get into it right now, with me that I feel like he is going to radically change this year. I want to encourage any of you to join me on this quest. You just need to dedicate yourself for the next 70 days. If you want encouragement, you can go on simplyholyliving.com and just sign up. You just press this button and they'll send you these email notifications that said there's a new video out and you can keep up with all the videos. Or you can just decide that you're going to do it on your own. I don't know. Everybody can just decide what you're going to do. But join me. Decide that this doesn't have to be like from now until the end of year. It's just kind of this slower downward spiral until I am, I don't know what I am, sitting around depressed or something. But I can actually consecrate myself and be more holy and closer to God and not frantic and not strung out and not all of those things through the holiday season so that I am ready to give and work for God come January 1st. If you would like to join me, please do. I would love to have you.
uh, first of all, I want to thank Tracy and all the women that have followed her those last few years because I think because of that Costco moment, <clears throat> I think it turned into a moment for many of us because uh, I just think because what Tracy and many of the women have done in the last few years, I believe it has influenced our environment, our culture. And uh, just I want to ask all the men to pay very careful attention to what you just heard because I've been eavesdropping myself to Tracy and to Cece and many other women that have been a part of Simply Holy. And this year I was able to lose a lot and gain a lot of peace because of the types of things that Tracy's talking about tonight. So I just want to encourage all of us, not just as a... Uh, women's ministry, but as a turning point community to really define the holidays in a way that really honors God. Okay? Do I have anybody supporting me on that? All right. Did I just hear men as well? All right. I love that. All right. Good.